everybody, it's Bevan. Um, I am reporting live from the woods. It is real feel. I don't know what the temperature is. Uh, my, it's gotta be single digits, real feel. Uh, my friend, Ibby from, shout out to Ibby from the Chrissy Tolly Discord said, it should not be real feel. That should be what the temperature is. If that's how it feels, that's what the temperature should be. Full agree. Uh, another controversial hot take is, see, this is start before you're ready. My podcast theme uh, from the very beginning, if you are a Virgo and you go back and listen to all of the things I've done on this podcast, since the very beginning, 2019, what a different life I had back then. Um, uh, we start before we're ready. It's the theme of the podcast. So anyway, I didn't put in my headpiece first and now I hope that you can hear the super silky smooth voice uh, with which this microphone delivers. Okay. So today I want to talk about winter weather, very appropriate, and some RV tips that I have for living through the winter in a place that has no insulation. (laughs) And I think with climate chaos, places like this, like we are having record setting temperatures right now. um, And I think more people are going to deal with extreme cold and extreme hot. Uh, it makes me very stressed for unhoused people, which those numbers are going up skyrocketing. And so I just want to remind you that your time, your attention, and your money are the three most valuable resources that you have. I'm grateful for you spending your time and attention with me right now. Um, and having me as part of your now moment, I find that to be one of the most sacred compliments that anyone could give me. Um, and I also just want to remind you to vote for people who care about other people. Um, I, you know, you probably can guess how I feel about Walmart and how little money I ever spend with Walmart because they billionaireize that family and their shareholders because they use wage slavery. They don't pay people a living wage to work in their stores. They also like shortcut their vendors too. like vendors have to really take it. Like if you, even if you bought like an independently created thing that got into Walmart and they were able to like produce on the scale that Walmart requires, it also, they're just squeezing everybody. And because they've created, they've put all the small businesses out of business, right? Like being the only game in town and the cheapest game, it's like a snake eating its tail. And the more we can just take our money and put it directly in the hands with people, that's my first priority. My second priority is small businesses that are family owned. Third priority, small business. Fourth priority, a bigger business that is privately held because there's no shareholders, uh, no more glut on the stock market from that. Fourth priority, local retail, even if it's a big box store, I'm going to buy my cat stuff at Petco if I can, because they employ local people. And then my fifth priority is like the big guys. So Amazon, um, Walmart, but of course, like, you know, we're always doing the best we can with what we have. We're all doing what we can from where we are. Start before you're ready. You're not going to get it perfect. I feel really, I'll talk a little bit more about this, um, but like how complicated I feel, um, in some of the consumer decisions I need to make in the way I make them. Right. But it's always just about being super intentional and getting better and better over time. If I get 1% better every day, that means I'm going to be 365 1% better. <laughs> the end of the, I think it's 37%. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not math. I'm just cute, you know? Um, so I wanted to give you some of my best winter tips. First and foremost, if you are a plus-size gal like me, I love, and if you're like a cold, a baby about the cold like me, I grew up in California. You know what I mean? My first winter for real was in Philadelphia. I was 21 years old uh, and it was freezing. It was like being outside in a freezer. I didn't know it could be that cold or feel that bad. (laughs) You would, 
I think you would laugh if you saw the flimsy coat I brought from California. That was my winter coat. I immediately had to go to Old Navy. That was the, the option I could have. I was so broke. And like, I was, my financial stewardship could still use an ongoing improvement. And uh, at the time, I had already spent all my student loan money that year, that semester. You know what I mean? Like, I was like squeaking by on the last like couple months of that semester. And uh, so I went to Old Navy and bought a pea coat, and that was all I could do, right? So, um, and Old Navy again, wage slavery, sweatshop wages, all that kind of stuff. I'm trying not to support that, but that's what I did at the time because it was accessible to me. And I will also say my friend Heidi just showed up in this gorgeous red puffer coat from Old Navy uh, recently. And I'm like, I hope I find that on the secondhand market, which I feel very strongly as a secondhand shopper um, that that neutralizes the, um, the original, the blood on the hands. You know what I mean? Like, cause if the money is going to Goodwill or the money is going to a very curated plus size consignment store, shout out to all plus size, uh, resale stores. I have worked at multiple. I love them. I'm obsessed with that, that model and like shopping plus size resale is so good. Cause you can try things on. I think they're actually resale is getting better and better for plus size people because more and more manufacturers are making better and better plus size garments. And so you can go in instead of like shopping online where you're guessing about how your stuff is going to fit, you can go in and try it on. So I really love that uh, aspect of resale. And anyway, so if you see a size 2X or 1X red puffer old navy coat, send me an email. Maybe pick it up for me uh, if it's under like 30 bucks and pick it up for me and I'll, I'll buy it off you and you can send it to me. Um, anyway, so this year I needed a new puffer coat and um, I like a good full length. I'll give you, if you're watching the video version of this, like I'll give you my full length. This one's long and I really like them long because um, in my, my, I lived for 15 years on the East Coast, Philly for four winters and then um, the next 11 winters in New York City. I intentionally, when I was, my ex was moving me to Los Angeles, she gave me, she harassed me for a long time to move with her. And I was like, I can't give up my law practice or my career. And I don't want to take the bar exam again. And she said, I'll support your career transition. And I took that uh, golden parachute. So we moved together to Los Angeles. And I was the one who got to pick when we left. And I said, okay, nine months to make this big change. Sounds like human gestation. So let's do it. So we had decided in March of 2015. And we left on December 19th, 2020. 2015, same year. And I intentionally timed it for two reasons. Number one, I wanted to get out of there before winter really kicked in. Uh, number two, I wanted to see uh, New York decorated for Christmas because I love it. And I would love to go back to New York um, in the Christmas time and just see that again and go to a lot of big cities. That's on my, my heart. My bucket list is to go to a lot of big cities and, and cute little towns and all the things and do some holiday tourism. I love it. But I also wanted to go to Dollywood during Christmas, and they closed down for the winters. And so I looked at their operating schedule to get us to Dollywood. Um, so I got to spend, I think it was just two days, maybe three days at Dollywood. Um, and it was glorious. It was so good. So anyway, great decisions and timing on my part. And I prayed and prayed that it would not snow uh, that year before we left um, uh, New York City. And it worked, because there had been years where it snowed on Halloween in New York, right? So, um, but ironically, at the southernmost part of our trip, we were in, uh, on our way to Tucson, Arizona, driving through the southernmost part of Arizona, we hit a snowstorm. It was so dumb. <laughs> it 
was like, this sucks. Why are we doing this? You know what I mean? Anyway, it was just, it was ironic, right? I tried so hard uh, to avoid the snow and we still got snow, but whatever. We ended up in Los Angeles where it did not snow at all that year. Um, anyway, I, in my 15 years of winters, I figured some stuff out about winter wear and I figured out really quick that Old Navy pea coat was not it. Eventually I found it at Ross. I found my first puffy coat at Ross uh, probably four or five, six years later, just because I kept seeing people in puffy coats and I was like, that seems warmer. And it was. Puffy coat life will never go back. Love it so much. And um, I lost a lot of weight and uh, felt really comfortable, really uncomfortable about it. Like it's really hard to have a body size change no matter which way you go, especially as a person who had gone from like diet culture to like riots, not diets, right? Like that's a really weird mind fuck. Um, so um, I'd lost a lot of weight and my coat was too baggy. And like at a certain point, you just have to transition to a new coat. So I bought a Land's End coat in purple and um, I bought it on clearance at the end of the season and I had it for the next year. Uh, whenever that was. And I actually really went out of my way to find someone who really needed a puffy coat in the winter to give my other puffy coat too. Because again, people need warm things in the winter. I cannot believe how much puffy coats cost. Um, and so I've had that Land's End purple puffy coat. You've probably seen it in a lot of my content over the winters <laughs> because I love it and that's what I wear. And um, I it just had all these holes in it and tears. And every time my mom <laughs> would see it. I love you, mom. Every time she would see it, she would uh, point out the tears and the flaws in it. So I decided this year for Christmas, I would just ask my mom to get me a new puffy coat. I scoured the internet in a way that I haven't for, because I shop secondhand, right? And I also have a voluminous wardrobe. So in these salad days of entrepreneurship, where I'm like really putting all my time and money into what I'm doing that matters to me and is on my heart, regardless of how much money I'm making from it, um, in these salad days, I'm just wearing what I've always had, right? Like maybe shopping for little things at Goodwill here and there, um, or other thrift stores, but, um, I couldn't find a puffy coat. Um, and I was like, it'll be so much easier for my mom to just buy something if I have a link for her. And so after scouring for like stuff, stuff that wasn't made in sweatshops for plus size bodies was few and far between to find. Um, and you really need, if you're going to have winter wear, it needs to be tailored to your body. And I have to say, Land's End does an extremely good job of tailoring things for the plus size body. Like whoever's doing their fit modeling and fit designing and tailoring is doing an excellent job. Um, and they make good winter wear, but they have like a an F rating on the ethics scale. So I had to really like soul search about it. And I just went for Well, I need it and I need it for my mental health. And so I'm going to like fall on this sword, knowing that like in the balance of things, I'm pretty much like if we're grading on a curve, which I think we are, uh, in terms of like how I improve the world, I'm hoping that I'm coming out as an A student because I'm a joy to have in class. <laughs> um, also Virgo rising. You know what I mean? Like beware of being talented at academics because you'll end up with a law degree and uh, with mental and physical illness because of it. But uh, also, you know, <laughs> I still like to do a good job and I'm still an overachiever at heart. Uh, okay. So uh, I, I have this, uh, I, I can still say this is the, I just got the same Land's End coat. I was just like, what's your longest puffy coat? Get it in purple. It is so much lighter than the one they made nine years ago. It's really extraordinary how their technology has improved over the years. The fit is extraordinary. It's even better than the last one. I was actually worried it wouldn't be that warm, um, given how, um, you know, like light it is compared to the other one. 
but it works. It's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've already spilled something on it and I washed it and hopefully the stain goes away. That would really suck to have a brand new coat that has a big stain on the front, but you know, I enjoyed my breakfast burrito. I think that's the important part. Um, okay. So Land's End Puffy Coat. Puffy coats are my first tip. Um, my mom actually yesterday, she was born in Canada, so I would trust her in terms of uh, winter weather <laughs> tips. Uh, and my mom's also kind of a gear nerd, uh, so is her spouse. And uh, she was telling me yesterday, because I was walking around, she got me new boots last year for Christmas um, that are supposed to be waterproof and supposed to be like good and, and warm, right? But we're having record lows. So yesterday I was walking and I just walked in and out of my shed from my house and my feet were freezing, even though I'm wearing like, she also got me, you know, we're, we're a family of survivalists. And so she got me like uh, heat thermalated socks and that's what I was wearing. She said, oh, are you wearing socks under those socks? And I said, no, because my feet were cold already, right? And she said, oh, well, here's the tip is you want layers because that creates pockets of warmth. That's why down coats are so warm because there's pockets uh, and it's creating. So, so this has like all these pockets, right? That's why it's warmer. So you want those thin layers. Um, so I'm wearing thin socks under the fancy heat, heat, heat warm socks. Um, they're just like, it's just the way they're made. I don't know. There's not like a heater in them, although I would be open to having heated socks because I know we have those technologies now. Um, anyway, it's working out for me better today. She also does like layers for gloves. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm trying that out. Um, I'm also wearing a hat, which every year I forget that you need a hat to stay warm because, you know, I have fancy hairdos. I want to wear my fancy hairdos, but I forget that hats keep you warm. So doing that. Um, and, you know, that's where your heat escapes. So if you sleep in your cold at any point, this is what I do when I'm camping is I just wear a beanie, right? Um, I also... Uh, I just always forget my winter things. There's another great winter gear that I love. It's called a crampon. I don't even know what that meant until I lived in the woods. Um, and Pat, my, my step-parent, got it for me for my first Christmas here. And it's this, like, stretchy thing that you put over your boots, and it has little spikes on the bottom. So if it's icy out, which right now it's not yet icy, it's just fluffy, beautiful snow. Um, but when it gets icy, it's so good because it just like grippy, 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 right? Um, and it's funny. It makes a little clang, clang, clang noise. Um, so that is a winter gear tip that I think is really helpful. Um, these are gloves that I actually really love. Bought them on Amazon.com because I needed an option. Um, and uh, they are or actually, you know, I think they were an Amazon wish list gift. And you know what? As someone who like tries not to shop at Amazon, I know that Amazon wish lists are like super uh, easy for people and I love to be blessed for my Amazon wish list and so you know in the wash of things that's where I'm landed on that uh, but this was an Amazon wish list gift that's why I got them but um, they're great uh, they're supposed to be for touch screens which sort of works sometimes it's not always but I love them they're just really easy knit gloves and I can put a link to them in the show notes um, and I'll put a link to my puffy coat also in the show notes, um, in case that's of interest to you. And the best time to buy, uh, from Land's End, I'll say that is like around Black Friday because in, in Cyber Monday, they had a really, really like almost half off deal. So North Face was another place I looked at for plus size coats. Um, and if I were like a gal with a ton of money, I would totally buy their puffy coat, but it just wasn't long, uh, for plus size. And, um, I needed a long coat that kept me really warm, but North Face has like an A rating on the ethics scale for how they make their stuff. Um, the pricing was commensurate with Land's End. So, you know, who's get if someone, if it's cheap, like who's, you know, who's, who's profiting off that cheapness is uh, uh, a way to talk about that. But anyway, um, 
but I liked North Face and I liked their options, except they didn't have the link that I needed. So um, anyway, I'm looking forward to um, finding some good North Face coats in the secondhand market because I'm out looking. Um, let's see. What are my other winter weather tips? Uh, oh, there's a really good... This is another gift from this is just a, a, a an array of gifts I've gotten from mom and pat for survivalism so there's a, a brand called 32 degrees I do not know what their ethics reading are because again if someone gives me something I find it's just like you know it's neutral I'm just receiving this as a gift um it's just kind of like when I was a vegetarian and someone would serve me meat sometimes I would just eat it because someone made it for me with love and that was what was happening uh, so it's called 32 degrees they make plus size uh, or I think it's just like sized for lots of bodies and it's unisex sizing but um I wear uh oh and for this coat I bought a 2xl even though I wear an xl in most things because I like to have a little bit of room to wear layers underneath it uh, create pockets of warmth I have a hoodie on under this a fleece hoodie and a sweatshirt and a thick sports bra so like a lot of layers and a lot of warmth um anyway and, and a scarf and this, and I can wrap this around too and make it more scarfy. Anyway, so the 32 degree, I don't know, my mom found them somewhere, maybe Costco, which is not necessarily known for their clothing being uh, ethically made, but uh, man, I cannot recommend it enough. These 32 degree, they're very lightweight layers. I'm not wearing one today, but they're very lightweight layers. My mom loves them because she doesn't like bulky things. Um, and I, they're just great. Like I love them. I wear them under sweaters. Um, and yeah, so that's, and, and it's like a thermal, but without the waffle print. So it's not as waffle is where they get the pockets of warmth, but it's without the waffle print. So it's not super bulky. And I love that. And I think that makes it uh, more versatile. Um, also layers under pants. I love fleece line leggings. I am a leggings gal. I do not like hard pants. I like soft pants only as much as I possibly can. And fleece line leggings, I found them when I lived in New York, they were at the dollar store <laughs> and I was like, what are these? And they were a godsend is what they were. And in the winter you want layers. So you wear thin leggings under the fleece line leggings. That's what I'm doing today. And it keeps you extra warm, which is so helpful. And yeah, so those are like my gear tips. I really love um, where I live and because I live where I live and I don't have the money to buy a home, I therefore live in an RV and it's like glamping all year long, which means when it's cold like this, thank God the electricity is still on because I have an electric heater. Um, I use an Eden pure heater, which is a really good heater. And I find you either pay for it in the electric bill or you pay for it with the device, but it's better to invest ahead of time in a good device. So you pay less in giant heating bills in the winter. Um, and I have found that to be just invaluable. Um, in an RV, you don't want to have propane heat if you can help it because it creates a lot of moisture in the air, which then creates moisture on the walls, which then creates mold and mildew and deteriorates your walls and destroys your RV from the inside out. I know a lot of people who have had to throw their RV away essentially because the walls were all deteriorated. Um, I have a dehumidifier also in my RV and I have a blog post at queerfatfem.com. Um, and if you just Google queerfatfem.com, space RV winter or RV de dehumidifier, you're going to find it. There's also a tag on my blog for RV tips. And I'm just trying to slowly but surely just be a queer fat fam on the internet sharing with you about an RV instead of some RV bro who's going to make fun of you on YouTube. I've seen these videos where they're just like so mean about people learning. It's, a, it's all a learning curve. RVs are a lot to learn. It's a whole different way of life. Um, 
So I have a dehumidifier, which keeps the moisture out of the air. It's amazing how much moisture you create just by living, just by breathing. You're breathing moisture out. We're 80% water. Uh, cooking is exciting water and having it escape your food into the air. Um, I drink tea. <laughs> you know what I mean? All of these things create moisture in the air. Showers. So anyway, a dehumidifier running all winter long is so essential. Um, I have heat tape that goes to my RV. There are a couple of ways to do this. So it's heat tape on the hose. So typically like your house, if you have a house is connected to water through like a water connection thingy. Um, and when you have an RV, you have a hose that connects from your RV to what's called a stanchion, which is where your power and water come from. Uh, and so the hose needs to have a heat tape on it, which is activated when it gets cold enough and it heats up the hose so that it melts um, the ice, because otherwise if it's seven degrees out, all of my water coming into my house would be frozen. Um, and so the heat tape is great. And you can get a heated hose or you can get heat tape. And they both kind of have a shelf life of about three years. Um, I have some very nerdy neighbors. We've talked at length about this. It's best to do the wrapping your own hose versus buying the heated hose because it's cheaper to replace little parts. Because this year was my, this is my fourth winter. So I was really worried about my heat tape this year. But what we did was we just spot checked some of the spots and fixed it. And you can look up heat tape installation tutorials on youtube.com. But we just fixed, I'm going to say we, Pat fixed it. Ultimately, she told me what to do and then she just did it. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite way to get help is like, please help me. Okay, you can just do it. That's okay. Um, I get so intimidated by trying to figure out new stuff, especially if I feel out of my depth. Anyway, so we just wrapped the, the soft spots and it's doing great. I have running water in my house right now. You also want to be dripping faucets so that you keep the water running so it doesn't have a chance to freeze. You do this in a house too. And the outflow pipe. I've had my outflow pipe freeze because I was trying to be a baddie and take a cold shower um, during a snowstorm once and it just froze the outflow pipe. And so I take hot showers only in the winter. I use the cold water on my vagus nerve right on the back of my neck um, as I'm in there. Every time I take a shower, I do that um, for 30 seconds. It's like th similar to a cold plunge for how it resets and settles your vagus nerve. And so it keeps me from getting triggered a lot, which is actually really nice. Um, and so I keep the hot water running in that way. Um, right now, for whatever reason, the hot water to my kitchen sink is frozen, but all the, but the cold water is working and the hot water is working in the bathroom. So I'm doing okay right now. Um, what else? Electric blankets are helpful, although I just learned that electric blankets aren't good for your physical body. But you know what? I live in a fucking RV, so we're doing the best we can. Again, we're always just doing the best we can with what we have. Um, and I'm trying to figure out other ways that are better for the body overall to keep warm. But rice pouches, like you can get, you can make them and they're very cheap to make. Uh, rice pouches, put them in the microwave for five minutes and then that keeps you nice and warm. Um, and yeah, so I think that's my tips for winter stuff. I'll think of more and probably make a blog post about it too. But I hope wherever you are, you're staying warm and cozy. And the best way to stay warm is to have a good connection with a friend. I find I need three solid connections with someone. It could be less than five minutes just to, hey, how are you for real connection, heart to heart. And it makes such a big difference. I love catching up with old friends um, and just having that as part of my winter self-care. I also take lots of supplements. Shout out to my fish oil supplement um, 